It's that time of the week where the hottest Kenyan millennials jazz up your afternoon with their refreshing live talk show. You are now tuned in to the 254 Millennial Talk. Okay, 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 okay. Just give me a sec, give me a sec, give me a sec. Reduce the music there. Should be playing. But yo, it's Namlok here, guys, and welcome back to yet another episode of the 254 Millennial Talk. Hope your week has been okay. Hope everything is fine. Whatever you are, it's cold months. Cuddling season is about to begin. I hate this weather, by the way. This is not my kind of weather. I really hate June, July. I hate the cold. I just prefer to live in a hot area. So, not humid, hot. Humid is always another problem. But hot. But, uh, yes, uh, we have our usual co-host here. Uh, one of them, Alikuwamepotea. for some time. Mr. Satibanis, aka Thomas Mutemi. We have pictures. Waneza jiongea hapo. Siju mbona wamenyamaza. Atuizi ongeo kiongea. Mm, it's good, it's good, it's good. Ah. Yeah, you can't talk. <laughs> talk. Anyway, yo, man, uh, speak yourselves. Speak yourselves. Hello. Oh, wait. Is the stream okay? Like, is the sound, is the sound fine? Ati, you don't hear me. Yeah, I'm scared. I can hear him clearly. See, so maybe you disconnect and then reconnect again and see. Yeah, there and on our stream. Stream seems to be okay. Pictures. Uh, make sure you've cut off everything that might be causing lag. Browsers. Use your phone to check, like the stream. Uh-huh. Yeah, because uh, Thomas, Saudiya, Thomas, Iko clear. So anyway, today we are here to talk about cryptocurrencies, you know, blockchain, cryptocurrencies, you've heard of them, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Dogecoin, whatever coin, you know, we are here to talk about uh-huh. them today and uh, we are sponsored, or let's just say, where today's stream is in partnership with... Uh, Free turn, who yeah, yeah you're sponsored. Finally, we've made it. You have sponsors of the show. <laughs> but um, I will let I will let Peaches and Thomas explain more about uh, free turn in a minute. But yeah, so cryptocurrency. If you do not know, it's those things you keep on hearing Bitcoin, this and all that. So uh, I hope these guys will make it simpler for you out here. To understand and uh yes so if you are if you know someone who will benefit from learning about this cryptocurrency things probably share to them the shows link the discord uh, server link uh, discord uh, i'm sure Tungi ukoinji maybe don't know discord but it's a voice it's a voice chat platform i would say the most superior one to all the others because of the clarity of the voice so that's why 
I host the show. Plus, it's easier to manage a community on Discord. So that's why we are on Discord at the moment. The 254 Millennial Talk Discord. So I'll just leave uh, Thomas. I'll let Thomas describe what free turn is and uh, why we should uh-huh. we care about this free turn. Oh, why you should? Oh, okay. <laughs> That's quite the intro. Quite yeah. the heading for, my, for the title of what I, uh, I'm supposed to do. Yeah, but anyway, mm-hmm. as Brian mentioned, today's show is uh, in partnership with Freetown Africa. Uh, mm-hmm. Freetown Africa is in charge of uh, Tone Labs or, or vice versa, can be both. Tone Africa is Tone Labs. Tone Labs are responsible for some of your favorite things like Telegram. And also, you know, the, the main technology behind it is actually it stores data to the form of uh, blockchain storage, mm-hmm. uh, which Freetown uh, hosts and provides and also services, maintains, provides documentation for, and actually does training for. So that form of cryptocurrency is called, it's called uh, Tone Crystals. Those are, of course, the currencies. And uh, Freeton. Of course, the other things that Freeton does. Freeton does hackathons. Freeton does uh, community-focused trainings. Uh, Freeton does uh, weekly. Uh, weekly updates. Freeton has a forum where people can chat, interact, share ideas promote ideas. So for example, if you have an idea that can be done on the blockchain, Freeton can facilitate you to do that if the community votes for that or you do a partnership sort of proposal. So yeah, that is what Freeton is. Freeton is uh, Tone Labs. Tone Labs is Telegram. Telegram uses some form of blockchain storage. And you can use blockchain to do other things, of course, apart from now the currency, which in this case is Tone Crystals. What exactly? That's really it. What exactly? Forstward, I forstward, what, what, Nini, what exactly is blockchain? If you would maybe Oh, okay. That's a good question. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe the best way to answer that is uh, look at the way you normally store any form of information okay. on the computer or on the internet. Mm-hmm. So for example, your, your Gmail, email, all those files or your Google Drive, they are housed somewhere under a server. That's why sometimes yeah, YouTube can go down because the YouTube servers are having issues alongside the other services that you normally use. Even your website can go down because it is housed somewhere centrally for server. So what blockchain is, blockchain is, uh, it takes away all that aspect of centralization and distributes the data for storage and you know, computing across different nodes. So that... Uh, uh, there's not necessarily one person housing the information. It is just a ledger where everyone can participate in storing, accessing, and doing other sorts of things, and so on. Uh, so in example, layman's, actually, in the, it, earliest forms, mm-hmm. the earliest forms, go on. Actually, the, the earliest forms of uh, blockchain storage that mm-hmm. I can, uh, you can think about are like, uh, be, uh, you know, like BitTorrent when you're downloading something, you can download it off someone who has downloaded it you're not necessarily downloading from one place oh okay that's okay. actually there yeah okay yeah, that's the earliest form of it yeah so if i was to maybe simplify it maybe evolve to become other things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe so oh, if no. i was to say like um if i was mm-hmm. to describe it it would be like this same let's say it's a neighborhood right and everyone in the neighborhood it's a neighborhood has, i'm i'm using like uh-huh. I'm, I'm trying to like I break it down so that's okay, that's okay. I understand you. so and everyone in the neighborhood has a tank right 
and uh, mm-hmm. all the pipes from all these tanks connect to one main pipe. Mm-hmm. So if 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 you want to like uh, access water, you need access from majority of pipe. yes yes. But if there are no neighbors, then there is no water, right? Do, do you understand what I'm saying? That's one way to think about it. <laughs> like uh, if there are no neighbors to actually store the water, uh-huh. hello. Then there are no, there are no like there's okay. no one who is going to <laughs> access the water. <laughs> Let me just. There are no neighbors. No one is. Going I was to just trying to simplify it, but I had a young child. That's, right. that's yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's one way of thinking about it. But uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. you know, it goes. Goes beyond, of course, mm-hmm. that are storage and cryptocurrency. Of okay. course, the main, you know, what uh, people usually see when they think of a blockchain. Oh, it's a Bitcoin and all that. But imagine it is more than that. There's so much more to it. It's not just suddenly, you know. <laughs> see, it's not all the. It's not just the coins that people mine. It's not that, those things that people stake. The technology I mean, behind it is. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. All right. Hello. I think some audio issues. I was trying to speak. Sorry for oh, go on, go on, go on. projecting on you. I welcome you. So, let me just, can I just step in sure, to sure. just take a little bit on cryptocurrency before we go into the technicalities of it where Thomas, I think. Sure, sure, go on. Really great. So, hello everyone. Hello. Hello. I'm hosting Young TYs. So, I happen to be with Freeton African sub-governor. Mm-hmm. So, I will go ahead to 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 just delve on talking about cryptocurrencies before then, putting a little light about Freeton. Mm-hmm. So, the world whenever they throw the word cryptocurrency, by default people tend to think about Bitcoin, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then Bitcoin happens to just be, let me call it the whale in the ocean, and then there are other there are other fishes there are other ones other sharks or other other tilak just go on so it happens that bitcoin is the first of its kind that pioneered the way for other so cryptocurrency or rather crypto is a form of digital cash that enables just to transmit value in digital settings so if someone could just hear this now they'll be like what makes since a store transmitting of value in digital setting what makes it different from the likes of paper where you can just use and then paper tends to boost thousands of transactions to per seconds and all that what makes it different from them but then if you might be wondering how this sort of system differs from payment systems like other ones but and if you look at our traditional banking still like the normal banks that we have you will notice that we have the banking apps and then those banking apps we use them now to or or transact digitally so you can still liken them like what's the difference between between cryptocurrencies now and then our traditional banking systems but then if you look deeper now you realize that there are a whole lot more to them to all these even though they play the role of or or the main role of use case the case may be so you could now want to go deeper to talk like what makes cryptocurrencies unique like 
then what differentiates them from these other payment platforms or other forms, other forms of digital digital money transfer or other digital payment systems. So we now realize that cryptocurrencies by default are decentralized by nature. So is their like the decentralized nature of it is what makes them unique or what makes them different. So if you should go deeper to talk about the decentralization and centralization, I realize that like maybe let me use a classic example now. Like there's what in Nigeria now we call used to call them uh, um or rather akao. It's like all these market women you have them but then they have a system whereby, excuse me, a system whereby they pull their money together and then they are able to save and then allocate money monthly or whatsoever form they want to allocate it. You realize that now those women now, if you're to if you're to use them use the woman now, like that particular woman that collects the money from all others as a node. That woman now happens to be the node, she collects the money, she records it and then maybe put it in the bank or somewhere. So in cryptocurrency now, if I happen to use that woman as an example, now we say, well, let's have three women, A, B, and C. Both keep the same type of records. So when they collect the money, A keeps the record, the same record that A keeps, B keeps that same record. As B keeps it, C keeps that same record. You realize that even if anything should happens to the record of A, B and C still has the record and can still run without any any hitch to their system. So that, that brings about centralization and decentralization. So for a centralized system now like the banks, you realize that they have one sole server that controls every other thing there. And if it should go wrong, every other system gets affected. But in terms of cryptocurrencies, there is no one single unit that controls the whole system like a truly decentralized blockchain now or a truly decentralized cryptocurrency there is still one single unit that controls it so even if anything should go wrong other nodes or other people have the record so that makes it unique and that makes it different from the normal digital payment platforms or or the ones that our traditional banking system provides us through our banking apps banking apps and the likes of it so mm -hmm. Hello. Sorry, sorry for the interjection. Can you be? Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can, can hear you clearly. Yeah. So, with this little explanation about cryptocurrency, I I just hope I drive a little bit of like to the layman they can be able to understand it, how it is. Yeah, yeah, that's like a very good example. We also have something similar here whereby people save money in groups. What do you guys call it? Aku? No. You know, depending on the type, you know, uh -huh. like in Nigeria, we have different regions with their live different languages. Uh -huh. Some places could call it Adashe. Adashe. Some places could call it yeah, Akao. That kind of so These are anti glasses. Keep getting headaches. Oh, okay. That's okay. It's called Chama. Oh, Chama. Chama, yeah. not Chama. Yeah. Chama. 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 Ah, that's interesting. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Some same sort of focused group saving and stuff where someone gets rewarded at a particular time and so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that that's I mean Go that's no, I was saying like that's some interesting information you've shared. But now what yeah, would yeah. for for someone who is out there, why would I be advised or why would mm-hmm. someone out there choose to invest or get interested in cryptocurrency well the old form i mean the old forms of payments still uh, they're still okay so what would convince a normal guy out there to like be you know what i'm interested in these things you know what maybe i should learn more i should invest more so why why should we invest in this or why should we learn Okay. more about cryptocurrencies yeah that's a very very interesting question like if you look at mm-hmm. fiat the fiat we use now which is the normal money that the, that we use around or rather let me just call it the government controlled money so if you look at them now and you look across africa what's been happening mm-hmm. you realize that majority of African countries now we are kind of drowning in inflation okay you know so and one thing again about cryptocurrency is that the value tends to go go up although it goes down it goes up but then you realize that it offers a better storage a better a better a better way of storing value than just the traditional fear that we have around and be controlled by the government you realize again that with cryptocurrencies now the technology behind it and that a good cryptocurrency like i already said by nature by default is decentralized should be decentralized mm-hmm. so looking at all that now and looking at how inflation is ravaging africa across every breadth of africa so mm-hmm. cryptocurrency provides what i what i like to call a sucor it gives voice to the voiceless it doesn't it doesn't require the government or anyone to control it why do you think the government are, are fighting cryptocurrencies they want something they can control something they say we want if we want the price to 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 stay in a certain way or, or we want some certain people to have a hold on it then those people would have a hold on it if we don't have the, if we don't want them to have a hold on it they wouldn't have a hold on it they want something they can control but for cryptocurrency no one controls it if you can store it in a wallet, you want to store it in a wallet, be it a centralized wallet or decentralized wallet. At the end of the day, we want to send your funds out, you send them out. No one controls it for you. You send them out. But for, for centralized wallets, you need some sort of um, notification or some sort of confirmation before you totally send out your funds. But for a, a perfect wallet that is decentralized by nature, you just send funds out. No one controls your your wallet you just send your funds out so by default cryptocurrency just provides a good store value than our our fiat that's okay i would say this i um my understanding is the reason as to why maybe the value of crypto keeps going up is because majority if based on my understanding majority of the cryptocurrencies that we have have a market cap like for bitcoin i think it's 18 point something million 
and you can't make more bitcoins so i understand that if it's that certain amount of bitcoin that is available that is what pushes its value up because people are scrambling to get a piece of it so it when people like uh when it's a rare commodity people uh tend to inflate it like gold like gold is in limited supply so you find that the gold tends to appreciate over time and uh the, even the smaller chunks uh you find that they become you might have bought them at a cheaper price but eventually because of the scarcity of gold you find that later on gold, the the value of the gold you had bought at a cheaper price has all of a sudden become uh very valuable so is that how like is that the theory as to how like bitcoin as to why bitcoin uh, and all these other cryptocurrencies is this the theory as to why they keep going up because bitcoin last week was like five point something million right now it's six million so might that be the reason as to why the value keeps going up yeah you know you know some of major all of, like all these cryptocurrencies mm-hmm. when they are creating them maybe through the contract or something they put a particular supply some could be in infinity supply so like dogecoin now is infinity you can just keep the supply going and going then bitcoin has limited supply and and so on and so forth and then when you look at when you look at this now you realize that mm-hmm. comparing it with our fear now like the government could just wake up now and just decide to grab print more money without giving any excuses or reason for it but then if it is cryptocurrency now mm-hmm. apart from the ones that have limitless supply mm-hmm. you can't just wake up now and you say you want to print more money or you want to just bring up apart from mining from the already known supplies that would be in circulation you can't just decide to add up more like yeah. that in terms of the cryptocurrencies then for fiat now when government wakes up like let's use the the example now there is no let's use the usa you just wake up and then decide to want to print more money be it and covid relief fund or whatever they decide to target at the end of this creating more inflation thereby reducing making mm-hmm. making fiat lose its value but then that's not the case for, for bitcoin that's why i said they want something they can control in terms of cryptocurrencies now they can't just wake up and say they want to control it because by default there is no central server Okay. Like central service that is constantly depending on that particular crypto depending mm-hmm. on its nature there are some blockchains that are really really decentralized and some of them are glorified centralized blockchain but still mm-hmm. cryptocurrency and all that so you notice that the government cannot control it and i know mm-hmm. government would like something they could they can always control control yeah something that they can control yeah that's why they're always trying to use fraud or whatever to try to tag bitcoin that is illegal that is this is that mm-hmm. they want mm-hmm. something they can control because by people they can't control mm-hmm. majority of all these cryptocurrencies that are realized so the, the the bottom line there is that government wants something they can control that's just it. it's just like the movement of bitcoin or when it started mm-hmm. it started on a low Mm-hmm. gaining adoption and all that mm-hmm. so they right now mm-hmm. way back maybe they could have stopped it. 
But at this stage in time, they can't stop it. Like, let me use where I am now, Nigeria, as an example. The government just wakes up, was it around February, mm-hmm. and decided to just release the cryptocurrency that banks shouldn't do anything with any agency that is running crypto related service and all that. But then people are still trading cryptos. That's where, where the actual nature of Bitcoin or actual nature of cryptocurrencies came into being, which is peer to peer. Intermediary. Like, I want to buy from you, I give you fiat or whatever. You send the Bitcoin to me, you send the cryptocurrency to me, you send the token crystal to me. We don't need any bank, we don't need any government approval. So, government, mm-hmm. they want something they can control. You know, as much as they can control Bitcoin and Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have. Mm-hmm. a fixed supply as interest grows mm-hmm. like example now smart tracks some some cryptocurrencies that were built by mm-hmm. default maybe let's say the system that be like for ethereum now the ethereum ethereum network now you can be able to do something like smart contracts even for frequent now you can still build your smart contract mm-hmm. rise up they need something to power them, which is always the native currency of that particular platform. For now, you can say the Don Crystal. For Ethereum now, you can just say they need Ether, you know, to power it. And when they need it, they make use of it to. At the end of the day, those things keep on bringing value to that network, and then it drives the price even more up. So, if you just if you look at all this now, you realize that in terms of crypto, the price. It's like the more use cases coming, the price will always appreciate and all that. Unlike peers that we have around. So governments, they want something they can they can control. And with the fixed nature of some of all these cryptocurrencies, the price can really go up. Okay. Okay. Now could you guys like talk more about now free turn? Because uh, to be honest, I will say it's a new thing and I think um uh, Peaches and Thomas like explained a little bit more about their 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 currency and of course you've seen the trend. Huh? I mean, guys out here, you've seen the trend of these coins, you know, like appreciating in value. So it's really, I would say, it's really wise if you have the opportunity to try and invest in something that is upcoming, like uh, these torn crystals that these guys are talking about. So uh, yes, I want them to talk about more about uh like i want them to talk about like free turn as uh, in general and uh you know let people see the potential because you know it's these things depend and rely on the like the mm-hmm. the user base because if there's a larger user base then it means the True. The, the 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 currency or the cryptocurrency will only appreciate in value so I'll just let them speak and like get you guys familiar with their platform or with their cryptocurrency. Okay. Okay. Freeton just of course just celebrated its one year anniversary on the seventh. So how Freeton came about is that if anyone if anyone is familiar with Telegram to open Network. at some point telegram wanted to to build their own to build their own blockchain but mm-hmm. then the manner at which they did their ico or mm-hmm. 
or they decided to raise funds from. I think they are, they got into a kind of a legal battle with the with the US. So that legal battle made Telegram to pull away from the whole project. So when Telegram pulled away from it, some group of people come together and mm -hmm. push the whole thing forward. So that was how Freetone came about. So Freetone is a blockchain that runs on Telegram, the open network. So it runs, you can build smart contracts. We are want almost to talk a little bit on maybe. They, so by nature now, that was how Freedom came, came into existence. And then it's a mm -hmm. community project. It's not by a single team. So it's decentralized by nature. We have the global sub-governance, then we give it to other sub-governance across like the Freedom Africa now or or the Chinese of governance and other of around. So that was how Freeton, that's just a little bit of brief history about Freeton. Okay. Thomas, I heard. Oh, okay. Okay, so as Young has mentioned, uh, there are a lot of things you can do on the blockchain. Of course, as we mentioned, cryptocurrency is the main way through which anything is done on the blockchain. Like, uh, you can do payments for it, you can get uh, your payments through cryptocurrency. For example, I can pay you, Brian, in crypto to make a video for me, and so on and so forth. But a large part of it, or actually, I believe what will make it more sustainable, is, you know, putting actual projects on the blockchain so that they can garner more value. And mm -hmm. that is in the form of smart contracts. So smart contracts are just pieces of code. So, for example, you have your normal running apps, like you have YouTube, which runs off a central servers or central servers somewhere. You can also do your app on blockchain. You can have your own little application running on blockchain. You can have your own system running on blockchain. And a good example of this maybe would be like to pick up the example which Young introduced, the savings group. You can make even a savings application which runs on the blockchain. This means that uh, you no longer have to worry about the records disappearing because one, they are always there. They are always hashed and blocked and stored in a blockchain. So you don't have to worry about the integrity of them. And if they are also always truthful, they will always be there. And that means you don't have to worry about downtimes. So that is what uh, smart contracts allow you to do. In simple terms, smart contracts are just pieces of code running on the blockchain. You can take this further. You can build your own bank on the blockchain. You can build your own charting application on the blockchain. You can even build your hook, your own Discord on the blockchain. So maybe you know to encourage people to try something out like that would be like uh, number one, you have to at least have some some basic sort of programming knowledge. Just basic, basic is enough at least to get you in, to get you interested, for you to understand how things work. And for every smart contract that runs, every code that you make, for example, and if you want to make your own application, for you to keep it running, you'd have to finance it using the cryptocurrency of that blockchain, in this case, Stone Crystals. So if you make your own app, you need Stone Crystals to keep it running. If you make your own app, yeah, you can even get funded from uh, uh, from Freeton to you know, do your own application. And that's even a big incentive for any sort of developers who are here or who will listen listening on the show. 
to you mm-hmm. know give it a try smart contracts are easy to write they actually don't take you they don't take you so much time and i believe the majority of the work has been done by the community so many devs will have a very very easy time getting mm-hmm. into it so yeah that's like a bit technical side of it and mm-hmm. you know how you can bring your own idea on the blockchain and mm-hmm. so on and do you have a question regarding that or something you'd like me to ウォーススラティ、これはウィザ。おそらく。おざすき。ディスマートコントラクツ。ルデジェネレートインカム。いや、いや、あの、だったら the whole application runs on the blockchain it saves all the information that uh, it saves all the buyable items on the blockchain it saves all the records of transactions on the blockchain so number one how you can make money from it uh, is that uh, whenever someone purchases something of course they pay in the blockchain currency in this case stone crystals so you can take a two percentage from that because it is so decentralized you have the advantage of that you don't have to rely on a bank to do it you don't have to wait until the end of the month for your commissions to come in you can do that so that is one way you can make money of course you can take this further and you know develop your own niche mechanism for doing that with the service on the blockchain you can have a whole inventory system running there you can have a warehouse platform you can have an HR, hrms system running there you can make money through those things does that answer your question yes. Follow-up question slightly. Sure. Uh, Thomas, mm-hmm. um, what about data collection? If because there are people who are worried. Oh, that's uh, a mm-hmm. okay. That that's a very very good question. So I think uh, number one, that's not something you have to worry about. No one is going to pick off your data from the blockchain. Even for you to do an audit, you have of course you do an audit of the whole blockchain to get an understanding of our particular maybe application is performing for example if you do a social media application you're storing people's names you're storing people's contact information their messages and so on the blockchain will hash that information for you on seeing that information on the blockchain using the blockchain explorer no one can know that this is a message that uh, penina sent to me so all that is abstracted so that is actually a very very good application of blockchain such uh data sensitive things can be done on the blockchain Okay. And as Young mentioned, the freedom of it is what, of course, attracts attention from the government. And okay. also, blockchain is actually a very, very good application or a very good way to do applications, which usually have issues of trust or where corruption is. Like, for yeah. example, mm-hmm. an application to, you know, a voting, a voting system can be done very excellently on a blockchain. Of course, you can take this further to see where else there are issues in terms of trust. Blockchain mm-hmm. solves that because it is immutable you cannot destroy a record on the blockchain it is it will always be there anyone can view it so you don't have to worry about the data collection all your information is hashed and you only of course retrieve it when you see it i don't know if that has answered your question yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so i've interacted with a few people mm-hmm. older generation uh-huh. and you tell them about cryptocurrencies they mostly they know bitcoin because it's the dominant uh-huh and most of them like a few i've made they are saying that i've lost money on bitcoin oh. 
they've lost yeah. money on bitcoin yeah so that's so interesting who has lost money on bitcoin that's interesting how did they lose money <laughs> I, I, I maybe you can tell you can maybe explain uh, how you cannot lose money because they oh, are very convinced that okay. they've lost money on bitcoin, bitcoin. Okay. i'd yeah. be very interested to know uh-huh. can i take yeah, can yeah, i sure. take this Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Can I take this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It is by the nature of how of how cryptocurrency is, anyone can decide to float a project and have a choice to either stay anonymous or not stay anonymous. For example, now Satoshi Nakamoto. Done with the creator of Bitcoin, we don't know if it's a group of people or if it's just we don't know if it's a group of people or if it's someone, but we just know Satoshi Nakamoto as the creator. So that spreads across every other cryptocurrency project. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that spreads across every other cryptocurrency project. Some can decide to be anonymous and then create a project. Okay, let me go into the classical case now, like we have what we call IDO. We have what we call IDO, like back in 2017 during the hype, you know, we have ICO hype, initial coin offering, whereby before a project like during the early days of a project, the project is not fully functional. They decide to raise money. They can do an ICO whereby they sell tokens to people. Maybe they sell it at a, at a cheaper rate. Before, like they do what they call private sale, they sell it at a cheaper rate. And then when it goes public, people can just be buying and then price could either go up. Already, you have some people that bought privately. They could buy normally. As usual people that buy in private sales or seed sales like the seed investors now they always buy at a way more cheaper price so let's assume now as an example now the a project decides to do their seed sale at 0.20 cents or so project at 2 cents 0.2 so another project now could this that same project now that did their seed sale for 0.2 can now do private sale for 0.3. And then when they want to go public, they now do public sale at maybe $1. You now realize that if you buy at that $1, some people already bought cheaper than you. Mm-hmm. Those who that bought cheaper can decide to dump what they already have because by the time you're buying at $1, those people that bought at the seed sellers or the private sellers already are already with buying at 0.2 or 0.3 it's like then now they are they are they are already three times four times ahead in terms of profit to anyone that is buying in public sale so you cannot decide to buy in public sale and all of a sudden those people depending on the type of vesting they you know there's something they call vesting because when those sellers or private sellers buy now they could decide to release the old tokens to them or they can decide the same project can decide to keep those tokens and release it gradually to them. So let's take an example whereby those projects decide to release like 50% of those tokens to those people. And when the project went public, it was listed at $1. You now bought it at $1. 
and those private sell and sell decide to dump what they have you realize that the price will now go down maybe it will even come down to maybe let's say 0 0.4 then you now you're already down you're already losing like 60 percent of what you put in that's an example right now so for a project now for a group project now that decide to let's say let me just use a example for a scam project now that decide to be anonymous because we have a whole like, plenty projects in the crypto space that are anonymous we don't know the face of them but then you have people entrusting them with their money buying the tokens and all that okay let's say an example whereby those that particular project happens to be a scam and then everything looks all good and you put in your money and they decide to do what we call rock pool you realize that you now lose your money but if you should put your money in a good project it's whereby them use for a example now like the tone crystal now like the free tone free tone did not do ico they did not do anything like ico or private sale or c sale many other projects used to so if you put your money in some project like that you realize that you won't be too worried about rock pulling because one it's not like they are faceless it's a community project and it's not faceless compared to other ones now that people could just put in money to some anon devs and then the devs decide to rock pull and then you have them with money or then maybe you decide to buy bitcoin bitcoin right now is around i think the last time i checked some moment ago was around is it 56 yeah around 56 something thousand dollars you decide to just buy under 50 and you're not good in looking at the charts and all that i mean when you decided to buy there happened to be a little pull back in the markets and then maybe the market goes down a little bit you realize that when you check your balance your balance has depreciated and it's not everyone that has the mind to maybe still hold on some i just their emotions could start to play in and they decide to sell and then they sell at loss they will not tell you i've lost money in bitcoin i'm not going to be again but those same people now if they decided to hold on a little bit the price could maybe have appreciated in the next few days or thereabout and they sell and they are in profit so the whole thing is just like we we'll call it two way it depends on how people can lose money people can still make money it depends on how you choose to approach it that's why you need before coming into cryptocurrency could, could i say that that's yeah. like uh, a similar thing to like how the stock market works sometimes you buy yeah, a, a like stock that. cheaper classic, and then classic that things classic demand and supply nothing more added to it yeah so yeah. the same as the stock market like i'm look remember what happened with this uh what is this thing happening in January? This GameStop, this, this GameStop thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 the game stonks. Yeah. Okay, okay. Like people, like the price rises. Problem with Bitcoin is that it's that majority of the people who own Bitcoin are industrial, are 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 are, are, are like large scale that own majority of Bitcoin. So those guys basically control most of the movement in the marketplace, unfortunately. So it's like okay. it's. it's Mm -hmm. very difficult so it's like you have to be like very like very like into the markets to understand how this thing is moving because you can, you can lose money very easily looking for follow follow i've not mm -hmm. same with this dog going with dodge coin to put to put it simple to put okay. it simple mm -hmm. education is needed before coming into cryptocurrency or there is one thing that always wins in cryptocurrency that is hodling 
or rather holding when you buy you don't sell off you don't sell you decide to just maybe buy for a long term so that's where the value really comes into play except if you're good with juggling mm-hmm. around the charts and then you can decide to buy now sell some few moments later some few days later then buy back again you know you look at the chart when it's going up you look at it when it's going to come then you're able to read it depending on financial and anal- sorry technical analysis or or fundamental analysis depending on what you're trying to eat. so you realize that just like i don't can't remember his name but the uh, username here is stemvulon just like he said you mm-hmm. can easily still lose money depending on how you decide to approach it I mean, the reality of things is before you invest in anything, you have to actually have done some research. So that's where the education part comes in. So you just don't go and throw money and expect money to come back when you don't know what you're dealing with. So don't think, because I think the assumption that I've seen a lot of people think is, oh, this is one of those, uh, what do you call these things? Like gold mines or gold rushes, right? And you decide to dump all your money without having done some good research and then you lose money and then you're like oh this thing is a scam this thing is this this thing is that so do your research before you decide to get into something that way we can avoid stereotyping things in a, or just portraying things in a negative light well the reality of things is you never did your research and you got into that field and you messed up so um yeah so I, I I hope we are on board on that point. Like in a way, it's like I don't mm-hmm. personally I don't think investing in Bitcoin is good for people in third world countries. I don't believe it's a safe investment. That's my view. I, I understand I understand the utility and the, mm-hmm. and the of, of something being decentralized, but. Mm-hmm. When I think when I think about people in Africa, I don't think I don't think about like people making becoming like Bitcoin millionaires. I don't see it. Well, so it I, depends. I, you know, there, mm-hmm. there sorry, there are various ways of investing. Maybe you haven't seen you haven't seen Bitcoin millionaires, but there are Bitcoin millionaires. Yeah, yeah. plenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There they are. They are. But it it so, also depends on how you invest. You know, there's investing in cash. There's investing with projects like you can just do it's on a blockchain and it earns you money like the currency on it so it it purely depends on how you invest could i could and i market the currencies i was talking about the currency specifically so yeah sometimes and then the best thing is not like selling off immediately you get the currency because especially if it's at i understand it's growing you mm-hmm. you know you invest and wait they are waiting game and see how it comes out could i say I that uh, maybe it's to market this uh freeton guys you know the value of bitcoin is obviously very high at this point but you see freeton is a new thing it's giving you an opportunity to you know don't get left behind so and that is why like that was even like the point of this show today you know like freetown is this new cryptocurrency that we are trying to push like engagement and just awareness of so that you know if you feel like you got left behind by ethereum bitcoin all these other coins which are so expensive right now you can choose to invest in this one you know so okay you guys can continue um, 
Yeah, and another thing again is that, mm-hmm. like, Freeton now, personally, mm-hmm. I don't like, I don't tend to look at the value. Mm-hmm. You know why? When mm-hmm. you look at what, like, we are approaching the point in cryptocurrencies whereby people don't just look at the project or look at any project because of the monetary value that it offers. Bitcoin aside, why I put Bitcoin aside in this example is that Bitcoin is just a powerhouse. It tends to always control the money. So what I'm trying to say is like Freeton, I don't look at the values because looking at what Freeton has to offer, the smart contract, the whole technology behind it. You notice that Freeton is just like internet. Let me just say it's not just like me, it's an internet. Basically, you can store your data, create an app, have it been powered by the network, do network and all that. So, you know that as time goes on, the demand mm-hmm. for the platform, what the network provides will increase. Mm-hmm. So, I just don't look at the value right now. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm talking now, I don't, just don't look at the value because I know it's something that is going because of technology thomas you know you are, you are deaf so you, you should even talk on this than me <laughs> oh yeah that's uh that's actually true uh so eventually you know like uh, as things become more sensitive as users are more privy to what mm-hmm. organizations do with their data and all that mm-hmm. blocking is the actual solution if you want something that can actually control you know the visibility of usage of resources in government in even your company in any application you can think of blockchain actually works well even in day-to-day apps blockchain is a very good solution and you're actually in a place whereby storage is no longer an issue you can make your own youtube on blockchain you can do so many things and i believe that's where the value will be because as more and more people you know get the opportunity to use the smart contract and all that and in fact i have as the fastest blockchain so you can use it for real-time applications you can make very very good apps that you can't even make on server-based solutions on a blockchain and i'll tell you this uh, from experience if you are, if you have an application and you're trying to look for funding the best way to get funding is to run it on blockchain everyone loves that it speaks to so many people and it is actually it's actually you'll be very very surprised with the kind of offer you can get based off of that but yeah, that's how it works. And, uh, okay. It's very yeah. easy to get into. If you are okay. Go on, Brian. Okay. Uh, no, speaking from like people out here who might be willing to invest in free time. So, because you know, we've talked so much about what cryptocurrency is, but what about someone who's interested in buying and trading in free time? How do you buy these stone crystals? How do you, okay. you know? All these things, uh, these are the things we should talk about. So, like trading cryptocurrencies now, like the stocks or forex, we have exchanges. So, just like we have the forex exchange mm-hmm. that have brokers, we still have the cryptocurrency exchange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Different type of exchanges around, like we have decentralized exchange, centralized exchange. So maybe let me talk on that before talking about how purchase return the benefit of those around our rather. So for a decentralized decentralized exchange now, you have what we call wallets. 
typically cryptocurrencies are stored in wallets it could be the wallet could be in like an app and it could still be a hardware wallet let me take for example in the case of Rito now we have we have wallets like example now the excuse me example now we have the the way like the 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 high end software wallets now like we have the the software wallets now and then we have the where you can store your your assets or rather your cryptocurrency so those wallets now that you could store your cryptocurrencies on those wallets you control their keys you control their keys for example now like the tone soft the stone soft the tone soft wherever you have your own keys you can control what's in it anytime you want to send out your funds you can send it out without requiring any further delays that's for a decentralized wallet now then for a centralized wallet now like crypto exchanges are centralized if you want to send out your funds from there or into them let me use i'm trying to think of a, a real life example that i can use that people will understand okay let me use an example again like as the case may be like a market woman that collects the money so like a group of like the example i gave earlier on the adashi example of the like those people that put funds together those women okay we have a woman now hey, she collects the money collects it now and records it down maybe let's say she records it and keep it in a general safe the general safe now is the bank she could go and keep it there then if you want to take you tell her that you want to take then now she have to confirm it and bring it again to give you but for the case of let's say the wallet now is it is centralized wallet now that woman now when you want to take you don't need her as an intermediary just take your stuff you don't need anybody to then you just take it the only people that will confirm it for you is the is the is the network that will confirm it so talking about decentralized exchange now a decentralized exchange now you have your wallet where you store your cryptocurrency that's a like that's a decentralized wallet where you store your cryptocurrency you don't need anyone to control it for you so far you have the keys your wallet is saved on you but for now a centralized wallet like the exchanges you need the exchanges to perform your transactions for you that's where you can your transactions on so coming back to talk about where you can buy where you can buy tone crystals tone crystal is listed on various exchanges uh, listed in sex.io cex.io could you listed in exchange could, could you push those links that maybe i can pin them on the comment section okay yeah uh, maybe post them okay. oh, yeah. I, do you have the i think pictures can um, post them yeah um as we continue uh john joined us and um here i think he wants to say something um, i think john 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 joined yes guys okay um happy to join you guys uh interesting discussion yeah ma um, yes yes so um my name is uh what you've heard john i'm uh the guy in charge of freeton 
uh, uh, in Africa. And I just wanted to contribute to something uh, people are saying. And I just, I just wanted to give some little bit of statistics so that uh, you can know where we are. From, from a financial point of view, uh, the best place you can be is in the cryptocurrencies. From from my own my experience, which runs for uh, one or two decades, uh, there is something we call uh, liquidity. In the crypto industry, we have around 1% of the world resources in blockchain. So uh, when they say Bitcoin will be around 1 million or something. Uh, it means just like 5% of the world resources being uh, uh, invested in crypto industries. So the industry is very young. It, uh, I think this is the beginning of um, uh, the technology. Uh, the uh, world population that understands blockchain is 0.5%, I believe. 99.5% uh, people are not there. So when you, when you join now, you are among the pioneers. Uh, secondly, the interest rates that you earn by offering liquidity to projects within blockchain, this is from a financial point of view, they earn you interest of around, average is around 140% annually. So you can in, uh, buy your crypto and then you offer liquidity in things we call staking or you go to liquidity farms and guys are making a lot of money there. Most people don't know about uh, DeFi, uh, decentralized finance, but the people are making a lot of money. I know people who are in uh, uh, free talk, they got some few tokens, they went to stake. Now they are funding projects. They've made so much money now they are funding, are funding other people. So uh, going forward, I would advise people to invest in crypto, buy your tokens. Uh, right now, Freeton is offering staking. Uh, average around 20%. But uh, the other projects like uh, Binance, uh, the other projects like uh, NMX, I'm, I can see uh, charge, they are paying interest Sorry, of guys. even up to 4,000% per annum. So, if you want to know more about this, I can, uh, you can uh, uh, get in touch and then I'll, I'll show you how you can make money in the blockchain space. Thank you, guys. Okay. 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 Uh, but the way we are winding up, you know, my show is usually one hour, so like if you have any That's more in, in, info, if you have any more info, okay, okay thank you, John. We can try and compress um, it. I think time is almost um, up, but if if guys feel that this is a topic that we need to revisit, if you still have questions, you can ask and you can you can always create uh, another okay. session because we haven't exhausted everything can, yeah. we just touched likely on what it is trying to give a common and um, open description of what cryptocurrency is how you can use it maybe next time we can see where you can use it um john can show us more 
on how to make money on crypto by staking and all these other ways. And yeah, thank you yeah. for tuning in. So yeah, if you want to be a pioneer. Yes, Frank, Frank, you to say something. For mine was just about um, the the mining the cryptocurrencies like the the various uh, cryptocurrencies. So for me, I was on I was in a platform. It was called a uh, Nice Hash. So what Nice Hash normally do? They they check your the current hardware that you have. That is your computer. That is both your CPU and your GPU and they'll be able to assess your hardware for you and then they'll be able to give you a rough estimate on how much your hardware can and how much cryptocurrency you can earn using using the hardware that you have so once you once you open their platform you go to nicehash.com then they'll ask you to create an account and after creating your account there it's going to there's a there's a section where it will it will show you where where your PC is going to get analyzed, and then it will tell you, like, with this uh, with this kind of CPU and with this kind of GPU, this is the this is the amount of this is the amount of money that you're going to make, and then it also has a section where it will store the information of how many devices you have that um that are currently mining for you the cryptocurrency so the more devices you have connected to your nice hash account the more the more money you're gonna make out of it depending on the kind of cryptocurrency that you're mining so they normally have their website it's called the nice hash profitability calculator so once you go to that website, you can manually input the hardware that you're using, or you can click on the automated button that will detect the hardware that we're using, and it will be able to it will be able to tell you like how how much you're going to how much you're going to make with the kind of hardware that you have. So you will on the on the website it will ask you for your uh, uh, CPU information, and then it will it's also going to ask you for your GPU information so you can decide if you want to mine with your GPU uh, or if you want to I go the route for mm -hmm. mining with your GPU so like for me for, for sounds, an example it yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay Frank Frank so let I me cut you let me to... let me cut you off because you tend to be you can continue on for hours but uh, let me ask yeah, this eh? are you are you asking whether we can can we mine Tone crystals is what is that what you're asking? No, no, I wasn't asking. I was just, I was just talking about the the mining of the cryptocurrency, how you can mine. Okay, then this is a question to the guys at Freetown. Can we guys can people with powerful hardware actually mine yeah. crypto uh, tone crystals? I can. Young. Okay, I can answer that. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, there are two. Uh, different uh, types of network. I think three. Uh, there's uh, something we call proof of work. Proof of work mm -hmm. is where you can you mine. You mine for the for the rewards. You know, you compete with other uh, servers, and uh, if you win, you get to approve uh, uh, contracts. I mean, uh, transactions on the network, and you you are rewarded in uh, in that currency. Uh, an example is, is uh, Bitcoin and uh, uh, Ethereum. 
Dogecoin and the like. Mm -hmm. Our network is called Proof of Stake. Proof of Stake, you don't mind. There's no mining in uh, under Proof of Stake network. That is uh, projects like Solana, Polkadot, um, mm -hmm. uh, Freeton, uh, Ton mm -hmm. Crystal, and uh, others. So uh, in the Proof of Stake, you either earn by um, give, being given uh, tokens by projects, you know, through projects. There are no, there is no mining in uh, in proof of stake. You do projects for 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 the blockchain, and then you are rewarded by by the by the uh, network itself. Or you can uh, either buy the tokens in the market, mm -hmm. and then you stake them. You know, you go and offer liquidity to projects, and you have a right vote and all that you know like if you look at binance uh the uh, pancake if you have uh, as many cakes as you can you can go and vote uh to uh, for a certain uh, task to be done so when it comes to uh, hardware uh, in uh, in uh, in crypto industry you uh, when you are mining you are dealing with a network that uh, works under proof of work not under proof of stake i hope i, I hope uh, i'm clear on that Okay, yeah, yeah, I understood. So another question maybe I was to ask, uh, are there any legal hurdles that someone should consider before they choose to invest in your platform? Are there any legal things someone should watch out for? Because my main issue was, and this is something I brought up to Pitches, are you guys working on like getting your platform on somewhere like Coinbase? Because you see on Coinbase, it's so easy to just get in there and buy bitcoin ethereum polkadot i usually see them on the charts so is there any it's just something is there a way for people to actually withdraw maybe when their money makes uh, i profit and is there any legal issues or legal hurdles that someone can face uh when potentially dealing okay. with cryptos let me let me take i think i can take this one Okay. So let me start from the legal orders. You know, we don't officially decentralized. And that being said, we are not, anybody can come by. We don't, like don't crystals, you can just come and buy it, but it doesn't have any restrictions anybody right now. So mm -hmm. let me talk now about the Coinbase aspect of it. You see, mm -hmm. Freeton is a community project. Mm -hmm. We don't have like we don't have, we don't approach exchanges for this. So any exchange can decide to list don't crystal on their own, which is work. But then Freeton don't go to exchanges to be listed. It's a community project. So any exchange can decide to list them, can decide to list Freeton without Freeton, and then not the other way around. Like how projects go to exchanges for listing. Okay. 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 Uh, the point is understood. Okay. Does anyone else yeah, have talking any... about Okay. Okay. Fine. Continue. Sorry continue. You. So talking about exchanges again, Nina, I would send the CoinMarketCap link to Nina. So she's going to just drop it. And oh, then yeah. once you go there, you will see the link of every exchange that, list, that has listed to crystal. So you can be able to put this one. Okay. So I was asking, um, does anyone else have any questions? The people who are listening in, uh, let me go over to the comments section. 
I see Nal, Nal had, uh, I mean Lance had asked something about, uh, let me go back to that comment, Chia. Chia, I don't know what he meant by that, but he just said Chia, yes Chia. No, not Lance, or oh, Chia coin, okay. I don't know what they were talking about necessarily. But um, for the guys listening in, uh, I can see Caroline, Lumi, Miss Quiet, Lance, Sam, the other guy. Uh, who is this? Uh, I don't know who this guy in the middle is. Uh, Yvette and Tink. If you guys have any questions before we end the show, uh, you could raise your hand and ask. Or also, you can just send it to the queries section on this server. Um, so as we wait for to see whether anyone has a question, maybe you guys can sort of add on anything you would want. Maybe talk about as we finalize. Just just maybe add points to finalize uh, the the show. The floor is yours, guys. Ah. Uh. I wanted to say, since Bitcoin is a new, okay, since cryptocurrency is relatively new, mm. don't you guys have fear that you are, that you are, uh, what do you call it, that the platforms or the platforms or the or the or, or, or the yeah, the platforms you guys support will just die out as with the as as, as the bubble bursts and the true the true like the true like market giants show up. Well, but, you know, it's, it's more of uh, tech, technology, more of... I can, I can answer it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the the uh, blockchain technology is, um, is a different animal. It's not what we are using. It's a decentralized uh, way of doing things. Uh, I would uh, just enlighten guys here that uh, the fiat currency or the gold standard those are we, we call them the the influencers global influencers every wants of uh the human beings his philosophy blockchain is a philosophy it is a, it is a, a different way of, of uh, uh getting control from a centralized uh, point of view because the government is a is a is a central point of view collects taxes and make you think and uh, work in a certain way. Now, the blockchain technology is a philosophy. When you come into blockchain, you do what you think will benefit you and your community. You try to convince people to do things your own way. So blockchain generally is a, is a war of control between what we are used to and a different way of doing things. It's just like democracy and communism. So, in blockchain, we are trying to convince as many people to join us. And we bring use cases and we also put value, you know, like we, we do have a banking system different from what we are used to from a centralized point to a decentralized point. We are, we are trying to get uh, uh, voting. Like what happened in the US, it's showing us that we need to do more of a decentralized system whereby nobody can manipulate the votes. You know, these are smart contracts uh, running in the the elections and all that. So it's a it's an ideology war that we are doing right now, convincing people to move from being cont 
people from a central point to being masters of their own destiny. So there is nothing like a bubble here. There is nothing like, um, uh, you know, like uh, things will get out of hand and all that. In fact, this is an industry that is growing. When people understand what blockchain stands for, uh, because we are never registered by the government, Freeton does not uh, fall under any jurisdiction in the globe. Nobody controls it. The government will come in and they will not find how they can stop it. And that's how it has been built. Bitcoin the same way. Nobody can stop it. Even the US president cannot stop it. Uh, going forward, mm -hmm. this is this is a, an ideology that is at its beginning. And that's why Satoshi is uh, unanimous. He knew what he was doing. He was disrupting what people know, how people control money, how they own money, you know, how who determines who is wealthy. And that's why uh, the tokens go up because people are pouring in the liquidity from the fiat currency into cryptocurrency. And that's what makes the prices go up. Nobody controls those prices, including the owners of Freedom. So as you as you think about the blockchain, it's a it's it's an animal, a different animal, whereby it's an ideology in itself. There is a philosophy of decentralization. You control your funds, you control your wallets, nobody taxes you. You register an organization, you don't go to a central point where you, you put your certificates for registration and the application. You just uh, build something, come to Freeton, you are free to upload it and run it. If it is a Ponzi scheme, it will still run. Like for Saji has been running for three years and it's a Ponzi scheme. But nobody can stop it because it's on blockchain. And that's what it is meant to do. You do what you think you can do and put it in on an immune platform where nobody can actually stop it can i say something yes okay one last question please make it brief because i want to end the show okay okay i just want to say i'm a sort of a critic on bitcoin because i notice when people talk about bitcoin they they, they usually talk about blockchain blockchain is a good system but bitcoin itself as as a coin i think that you should i'm not denying it can make you money but you should be very careful saving that thing for like seven or five years if you're playing that because i really believe that thing can can literally go to zero okay bitcoin has got no use case it's just a store of value right that's why it's volatile but uh solana polkadot these are, are projects actually supporting the community like polkadot is very big in china that's why it price goes up because it has actual use cases. Bitcoin doesn't have. Ethereum has use case because it is being used now for NFTs and, uh, and, and, uh, and uh, staking and DeFi. So you have to look, when you're investing in the blockchain, you have to look at projects that have got value to the community. Bitcoin doesn't have, it's just a store value. It's just like a currency. It's a currency. It's, it doesn't have any use case. All right, there's no any other questions. Um, I believe Nina will handle the temple on your mic. Uh, I believe Nina will handle the contact information. If maybe someone out there wants to reach these uh, uh, representatives from the free time community, 
pitches. That's your work. I drop it on the queries. Uh, guys, join the Discord server link. It should be pinned on the description. But let me just pin it right now on the comment section. Uh, join uh, the two five four millennial talk. Uh, that's where you'll find some of this contact information. And that's where you can find pitches. And uh, she, she will, she will guide you on what to do if you're interested in investing um, in this community-based project that is yeah. free turn. So yeah, thank you guys and, um, for coming. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and just to finish, um, um, Thomas had spoken that you only need basic programming, programming language knowledge to mm -hmm. start off with free turn. Um, we have a dev outreach that we're doing later this month on the 21st. So just be on the lookout for that as well, so that maybe you can have some hands-on uh, with written and coding. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, uh, thank you guys for coming. Uh, thank you for coming on to my show to promote your platform of course we will have if you guys in the you as the audience want more of this stuff they can always come back so yeah just uh join the discord server leave it on the submission uh section live show submissions if you have any queries contact pitches who again is on the server and uh yeah does anyone have any closing remarks just comments uh, short comments as I officially end the show. Oh, Just want yeah. to state um, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Um, I'm happy with what you guys have started. I hope you guys will continue. And I welcome you guys to Freeton. Free feel, uh, feel free to join. And uh, let's uh, take it to the next level. Thank you. Yeah, and as um, John said, projects are what make blockchain value, gain value. And this is like one of the projects that we're doing. You also know that we do Apex tournaments. There's one coming up this week. So if you're also interested, you can reach out and, and get more knowledge on what's happening. Yeah, cheers. So uh, anyone else, anyone else, anyone else, anyone else? Yeah. So I want to say I'm really glad I'm happy to be here to talk about blockchain and cryptocurrency. So it's really nice what you guys are doing. Really, really nice. So and I, I hope to be here again sometime, someday again. Thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. And uh, with that, uh, we are going to end the show. The show, not the show. <laughs> the show. Uh, <laughs> see you all in the next one. Peace out.